Okay, it's good. All right, sorry. That's uh, okay. And now that we've started recording, yeah, now we're as recording. soon as Heather gets here, Ruby's going to go fucking bonkers. <laughs> it's okay. So <laughs> We'll use it. We'll use it, man. Yeah. We'll use it. Part of the- uh shane welcome back to the to the to the pod thank you sir it's been quite a while since i've since i've potted with you (laughs) podtascular that's podtastic (laughs) podtastic what have you been watching man we're just gonna jump into it because i know we're so excited so we've been so much on on a binge of television Okay. Uh, actually, let me go back. Um, Heather and I went to the movies, to a movie theater, for the first time since COVID. Oh, right. About three weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, we saw the movie about Elvis. Oh, the biopic? Yeah. <clears throat> How was that? It was the trailers a great good. movie. The trailers It was a great good. movie. And heartbreaking at the same time. Oh, so it's 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 good. Yeah, because uh, it was more on, um, what a shithead that Colonel Tom Parker or whatever his name was. Um, Colonel Tom Parker. Yeah, he's the one that kind of discovered Elvis. So Elvis was playing like these little, um, carnivals and stuff. Yeah, and so he's like. Hey man, this guy's good. You come work for me and I'll make you famous. And then he just used Elvis like a show pony, literally up until the day he died. Oh, okay. So that that, that type of story. Oh, uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking up the IMDb. Oh, Tom Hanks is in that movie. It's kind of like uh back to remember that movie he was in called uh That Thing You Do? He was like a manager oh, yeah. of the of a band. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. The, well, he's a shithead. except like he's an evil manager. <laughs> oh, it, it's a good movie. I mean, it was long. It was like three hours long, but it was it was really good. It's, we really enjoyed it. It's the guy who directed Moulin Rouge. Yes, and you can definitely tell. Did you see Moulin? Rouge? I haven't seen. I've only seen. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I've ever. You seen You can definitely his tell. The Great Gatsby. Hans, I think I've saw that. Yeah. You could definitely tell that it was written it has that and directed. It was directed? it was it was directed, yeah. Screenplay yeah. by Boz. You can definitely yeah, you could definitely <clears throat> tell his style. Yeah. So but I just wanted to throw that out there because that was the first movie that we've seen in a movie theater. Yeah. How was I I, I wanna say the last movie Oh, I'm lying. I'm totally lying. <laughs> Because we went and saw um, Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, okay. Yeah. We saw that yeah. at the lot. But, right. But it wasn't, I mean, the lot isn't really movie theater. <laughs> it's like, uh, but yeah, time is crazy, been right? Watching? It's a yeah. long time ago. Let's no, see. A uh, long time ago. Uh, it's been so long, so I'm just going to go back. The Book of Boba Fett. <sighs> okay. I don't know if we've talked about that. Do we haven't talked about any show? I think yeah. barely. I don't know. When was the last time we came on here to talk um, about anything? Book of Boba Fett. I liked it until it became a um, like the last three episodes should have been the first three episodes of the Mandalorian because it was more focused on the Mandalorian than it was Boba. Yeah. But it was still good. It was still good. It was like I don't know okay. like all of the the storylines of Boba being like a crime boss or whatever he is when he takes over for Jabba, but I mean the kids on the scooters drove me crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh because it doesn't on, hold up well. It doesn't hold the, up well. Six. You know, you go back and you look at Return of the Jedi, how everything's dirty. Yeah. And you know everybody stinks. Yeah. Right. And the town is just a little shit town. And now 
Um, and now you have these um, these kids that have been modified. Yeah, they introduce all this new stuff. Yeah, and they're on like Star Wars Vespas. Yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> it doesn't I, make it's that drove me crazy. It, um, I don't know Obi Wan. Like, Obi Wan had okay. Potential. Let's let's talk about Obi Wan because that's fresh and yeah. Obi Wan had potential. I, yeah. I like the aspect of them showing, um, little Luke and little Leia. Um, right. But it was too Disney. I mean, it was way too Disney. They were. You mean like just maybe, just the Luke and Leia component being young and no? Used I mean, the fact of Obi Wan hiding hiding Leia underneath a jacket. As they're leaving, yeah. Um, that one, I can't remember the name of it, but he's got it. He's got it like tucked underneath his jacket, like nobody can see. Yeah. One, there's a little kid underneath your jacket, and then um, I think it was a second episode where. Um, yeah, that was so cartoony. Flee! I didn't like flee that. Flee from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, flee. We're forcing cameos and shows. And then now. she's running through the woods, and he's running like it's distracting. <laughs> the budget scale on that yeah. chase scene, and was like, you could thing, record that in the with your iPhone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, the one thing is how coincidence, and I know all of the Star Wars movies have. A lot of like coincidental things that happen, but for the fact of um, the third sister deciding to kidnap Leia in order to draw Obi Wan out, yeah, not man. knowing as, that there's any relation between her and Obi Wan. As you're repeating all this stuff, just makes me just shake my head on how dumb it yeah. was. It doesn't. It doesn't hold. I don't think it's gonna hold up. All the fan no. service. That's how that's how these shows are. They like the fan service moments are awesome to see at that moment. You're like, oh my god, it's a thing that we right. recognize from another thing. Yes. And I'm silent like that guy from the Kevin Smith podcast. Uh it's a right. thing that we recognize. And and, yeah. and so he uh we 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 watch it and then we're like, Oh my god, it's 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 a reunification of this. Right. But then right. as that like fizzles away. And you have nothing left but the story. And as you're retelling the story to me right here, right now, I, I'm just shaking my head and like this. I can see the frustration on your face. Dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Kidding? <laughs> I'm. Just, I'm like, what are you telling? Because I'm, yeah. I'm watching the same. I'm watching. I watched the same show you did, but just hearing you retell it is making yeah. me upset. Oh, like I, I can't. Yeah. I can't stand. The only thing that I liked about that entire series was um the last fight between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Okay. Where, um, fair. Okay, but there's a but here. <laughs> okay, so just get ready. Everything but the whole fact like when he strikes him with the lightsaber, cracks open his helmet mm -hmm. so you can see him and then yeah. as he's talking you can hear Anakin voice you can hear Darth Vader voice. Right. And so for me, that was the final transition from at that point in time, anything good was gone, you know, because the transition yeah, yeah. of the voices, it was, uh, I was realizing this rewatching it. Uh, yeah. the other day was the, it, it's the basically, but part oh. <laughs> is, Obi-Wan had the chance to cut him up into seven different pieces and just get rid of Darth Vader. Yeah. But he walks away just like he did. Makes no sense why he does yeah. that again for the second time. The second Even time. the first time in Revenge of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith, you know, the line is, is like, I will do what I must. And he's like saying, right. I'm going to kill you. I have to kill you. That's the and point. I, and I feel like what Obi-Wan should have said when now we're fast forwarding to um, A New Hope. Okay. So when Luke's like, hey, man, um, 
when Obi-Wan finds out that Darth Vader is still around, in my brain, I hear George W. Bush going, fool me once, <laughs> shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I'm like, dude, you just got played. I mean, he didn't get played. He's just... I well, mean, it, it, it just does... It, it's logical... It's just bad writing. It's logical gaps in characters that yes. make it make us it makes us fall out of belief in the right. story. You're just, you're like, oh, they're doing this because he has to be in a new hope. They have to meet right. in the new everything is anchored oh, yeah. around yes. they have to meet in a new hope. So whatever we happens know the now. Ending. Yeah, we whatever know the happens ending. now. And then yeah. also in that scene at the end, yes, it was emotional. It was hating Christensen coming back. James it hit it had all the check mark marks in it. Yeah. And and as I was watching that scene at the end of uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> the Co- Kobe one, Kenobi one, yeah. um, that I re- they were setting up the whole lie in Empire slash Jedi Return of the Jedi when when Luke is trying to understand Obi Wan, why did you say that my Darth Vader killed my father? And he was like, well, from a certain point of view. He killed him, and then that was that scene, and that scene was Hayden Christensen saying, "You didn't kill, I did, and I'm gonna kill you." Yeah, so it's it's once it's like an emotional moment, but once again, Disney going back into the chest of original Star Wars and being like, "We're gonna explain why so and so referred to the." I, I. I mean, don't still get me doesn't wrong. explain why he walked away when he had him defeated. <laughs> There's no explanation. Now, don't get me wrong. I I would like to see a series with a decent explanation on the gaps in between. Like, of course, everybody wants to know what happened between the time that they were given to Owen and. Um, uh, the um, the king prince, whatever he was. I don't. Jimmy Smits. Oh, uh, Senator Organa. Yeah. <sighs> we we all wanted to see what happened in that time gap. Did but you know what? It's so so the for ten years. Why ten years? Uh-huh. Obi Wan literally just creeped on. Luke Skywalker from across the desert. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had nothing go else going on. Cutting meat. <laughs> he wasn't training. He was just kind of sitting there doing a nine-to-five job. Same thing every day. Well, they have to. Getting burned out on it. The, the thing is, the thing is with Star Wars is, is that they, they have to. I, I don't know if this is the right or wrong approach, but I feel like at this point they have to start exploring new characters. Because they keep doing this thing of revisiting old characters, and then they start asking these questions like, "What was Senator Organa doing for ten years between?" Right. It's like no one's asking that question. <laughs> like no one, no one cares. And now, what are right. we going to get a spinoff series did, for Flea? Did no. we have did we have this conversation? Because I feel like Probably. I just had this conversation, and from what I've heard, is yeah. that's kind of the direction that they're going. Maybe it was with Tyler, but they are um, going into new characters. Yeah. Um, so, they uh, have to, Tyler now went, they said they were going to expand the universe and as like expanding the universe means you have to start giving us new characters, new storylines, new stakes. Stop doing this whole Jedi force and, and Skywalker shit. So there was a as blasphemous. There's a new series blasphemous. that they, um, they were talking about at the Star Wars celebration. Tyler and I got to go mm. to the Star Wars celebration this year. Yeah, Heather, yeah, that's right. How was Heather, that? Yeah, it was it was awesome. Now, the virtual where was it lines, at Anaheim? Disney Anaheim. Yeah. Okay. The virtual lines for me. Now I can't speak for everyone. Um, like you got into like a virtual lottery to get into like the big panels, and um. People were having a hard time getting in. Then um, each person that was there had a lightning pass that you could use once a day. But I couldn't figure out how to use it. No. Because like the celebration store, the general store, you had to either stand in line 
or you had to uh, get in the virtual queue. Right. And then it's like, okay, you can come in and shop between 1 and one thirty. But um, uh, a friend of mine was standing in line. They were in line for two hours to go into the general store. Mm-hmm. And then um, they're like, hey, we're not letting anybody in the store anymore. We're shutting the line down because we're literally going to be busy till it closes. And so they couldn't get in. Um, but the overall experience was great. I mean, just seeing everybody um, cosplayed out. And, I mean, it was it was cool. I would definitely go back. I think um, if we go back, I would probably put more of an effort into getting into the panels. But one of the panels, they introduced um, a series called Skeleton Crew. Oh, I've heard, heard I've seen the, I've seen the, uh, the title graphic and it's like about a, a group of kids. But it sounded out there. Yeah. It was, it was kind yeah. of, it's Jude like Law is going to be in it. Uh, yeah. A group of kids that get lost in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And they're trying to like find their way back home, but it's not a kid's show. It's, uh, one of the guys explained it. It's like a Star Wars version of Stranger Things. Yeah, I was going to say the exact same thing. Yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah. In space. And that's a good lead way into Stranger Things. Oh, man. Did you see it? I haven't seen it. Okay, we won't talk about it. <laughs> well, give us the non-spoiler review then, because we haven't. I know everything we said so, is spoilers. I probably they're all dead. The title. So I don't know no. what they're going to do for season <laughs> Uh, I mean, thanks. you haven't heard about that yet on the internet. <laughs> no, man, I'm trying to. It's been pretty. I mean, it, it, there were some things that popped up, and I had a general side because it was two seasons, right, or two uh, it parts was, of a season. Yeah, it, and, it, they broke. What is it? Season four? Yeah, into two volumes. I don't, I don't know why they do that, or at least I don't know why Netflix doesn't. If they're gonna do that, why don't they wait a longer time to let the hype build up? Right. But then when I same thing with Ozark, I, I was thinking. Because they broke that one up too, and then I realized, oh, they, the whole season dropped, and I haven't even watched the first part of it. I was like, what was the point of that? You know, I love I love Ozark. Yeah. But with that being said, I've only seen uh, the first two seasons. How many seasons of Ozark? There's four. Are there four, right? I believe, yes. And I, I can't remember. I think there was just too many shows that we were watching as a family, because that one my wife wasn't really into because it's kind of dark. Yeah. It's but we enjoyed, troubling. we enjoyed stranger things. It didn't jump to shark. I don't think it jumped to shark. Um, the, I, I think my, not only like how star Wars jumped the shark. God, don't even get me started. <laughs> Let's go back. Um, the only thing that I thought was weird, how they broke it up into, um, volume one and volume two. And like volume one is, four or five normal one hour episodes. And then volume two is literally two episodes, but they're movie length. Oh, they're really long episodes. Yeah. Same so like with the, Ozark. Is that, is that what they did with Ozark? Oh no, I, I missed, I missed what you said. Like the, so that's how stranger no, things, stranger things. It. So stranger things season four, volume two <laughs> was two episodes. Okay. I think it was two. But it was structured like it the, was The first one was like an hour and 45 minutes, hour and a half long. The last episode was two and a half hours. Oh, okay. Wow, that's like a movie right and there. And I'm like, if you just break it up into, I mean, what's what's the difference? It's almost I mean, like two, sit there and two movies. We watched it. I mean, we we had to break it up and I had to take an intermission. Did you binge it? Did you watch it back to back? Um, we watched, we, I think we watched um, volume one over a weekend. So yeah, we we binged it, mm-hmm. and then um, Tyler and I have been watching Umbrella Academy. Oh, Do you've you told that you've, on you've, you've told me, man. That I love that show. Good. It's it's wild, but it's it's a good series, and it even so. Um, 
it even works in Elliot Page's transition. Yeah, I was going to ask, yeah. Into the series. And it's not, I mean, and it works. It works in the series. Okay, so, okay. Um, right. It's not like one episode. Um, it's, I can't remember her name, Victoria? I, it doesn't matter. The Umbrella but it's Corporation? Not like, yeah. Umbrella, uh, Umbrella Academy. The Umbrella Corporation is Resident Evil. Elliot Elliot Page, yeah, is her character name Victor, is Vanya yeah. Vanya Hargi, uh, Vanya, yeah Vanya, and then um, at at some point in the series she becomes Victor. Okay, and it it works in really well with the series. I, okay, uh, you know that that show definitely isn't for everyone, but I, I enjoy it. How is it in comparison to the other superhero genre? films because that's what it is it's supposed to be like x-men um yes so think of it as a man i don't even know how you would explain it um like a pg-13 version of the boys but they're not all corporate owned assholes (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like a group of kids that are trying to figure shit out on top of having these extraordinary okay powers so it was like darker than x-men but lighter than the boys is that what we're yeah trying to yeah it and the... and it's it to me it's got a, a good sense of humor okay whereas like the marvel movies kind of have like a, a corny sense of humor some of them are good like ragnarok ragnarok had a decent amount of humor and action now i haven't seen yeah yeah love and thunder. i haven't seen the new one but from what i've heard it's like they they found out that everybody liked that slapstick comedy from ragnarok and just try to force feed it to everybody in thor love and thunder now i haven't seen it so i'm only going off of what I've heard. You've heard. Okay, so it yeah. doesn't come across the same as. Uh, it, you feel like it's more manufactured, or is that what they say? It's yeah. more kind of like it, it yeah, seems it's more. Yeah, it's just like force fed. It it doesn't. From what I've heard, it doesn't really work with. Not like how Ragnarok felt more exactly authentic. Yeah. It felt fresh. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Wow. It just came out more organic. Do are you? I, Marvel, I'm still on the show. I'm still on the 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 wagon on. Yeah. Star Wars, I'm feeling the fatigue, but I don't feel like Marvel's that far behind in no, terms of I, fatigue. I, like, I literally read a like when Thor article logged, about when Thor dropped. I, w- I wasn't that enthused to go. I, w- I just felt I tired. was at the beginning. Like, I want to see it, but yeah. <laughs> but now it's been out for what a week. Two, two or three, weeks. two two weeks. I'm like, man, I'm just gonna wait till it drops on Disney now. Yeah, I'm at not... this point, yeah, yeah. Because I, when I saw Doctor Strange two, that was the last movie I saw in theaters, and I wanted to see that film. Um, what did you think about? We haven't uh, talked the, about Doctor Strange two. The multitude of madness. <laughs> the multitude, yeah, it was definitely a multitude of something. We um, we haven't. I enjoyed it. it. Yeah, we haven't talked about that one either. I enjoyed it. Um, I feel like they took all of the fan requests, like they wanted to see Patrick yeah. Stewart as Professor X. <laughs> they wanted to see, um, the it dude from the office. It's like a crowdsourced movie. Yeah. And they're <laughs> like, we want a movie with, Pat, um, I almost called him Patrick Picard <laughs> <laughs> with Patrick Stewart as Professor X. And they're like, man, this is the best way to do it. Yeah, just an like, alternate just, universe. Just give the fans what they want. Throw him in there. Kill him. Oh, spoiler alert, guys. Yeah. Oh, shit. Spoiler. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll put it on the thre- on the description. This is a spoiler okay. review. And, and then um, the dude that played Jim from The Office. What's his? Oh, because John... Uh, John Kaczynski? Yeah. 
there was this whole fan push of getting him to play Mr. Fantastic in the Fantastic Four. But I thought that was an actual, not a rumor, but it actually happened. I, I thought he he was offered the job, but who knows? It's so far. I mean, he was he got the job as Mr. Fantastic and Doctor Strange in the Multitude of Madness. Right, but but I thought it was leveraged because it wasn't just internet rumors. It was oh, actually I don't know something. All right, IMDb. What do we got? Oh no, there's nothing on his actor. DC League of Super Pets, Tom Clancy, Jack Ryan, and then Imaginary Friends. That's it. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah, um. What was your take on the Batman? The Batman. The Batman with Robert Batman. Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. I feel like Patterson, I have to watch that. Pattinson. I I came out of the movie and having really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. I, I try not to do the whole compare and contrast. Was it better than this? Was it better than right. that? You know, it's it just comes with the territory now with the Batman. Where they're just gonna have a reincarnation every five years, so right. you're just gonna oh, have yeah. to get used to it. Um, but I think I, I feel like I have to watch it again to give a good, good, solid. Like, is this a good film? And and right. But I, my initial thoughts was it was good. It was it was a. It definitely delivered on everything that it needed to be. It did the right. It did a good enough job of separating itself from Nolan. Yeah, and being yeah, its yeah, own yeah. thing without. Mm-hmm having to like swing for the fences and and be like, we're going to be completely like, this is going to be Batman in space or something really stupid. Right. Like that or, or, right. I think that's kind of maybe what happened with the, with the, with the Tim Burton versus Joel Schumacher of the nineties, where he had Tim Burton who was dark and creepy right. and weird. And, and, and then maybe Joel Schumacher came in and was like, we're going to do something completely different. And then it just, <laughs> just came into this shit show right. of a, no, it was horrible. And one of the things with uh, Joel Schul- uh, Schumacher, yeah, am I saying that right? Joel Schumacher is, and I can't remember. I was watching. I don't know if it was a documentary or what it was, but um, apparently, uh, so Warner Brothers had um, toys that they wanted. I think it was Warner Brothers and Hasbro. Like they already had the toys. They're like, this is what we're going to like. They, they had the toys that before the movie was done. Mm-hmm. And Tim Burton's like, no man, I'm not going to do it that way. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay, we'll get Joe to come in. Joe, we want this Batman to movie to be like a, two hour commercial Mm. for the toys that were pushing for this movie. And that's pretty much what happened. So he he was basically, there was no artistic merit. It was basically, this is just going to pushing property, pushing merchandising. So I watched the Batman. Uh, We watched that when it first came out on HBO max. I think I was the only one that stayed awake for that whole movie. You were the only one of your of your folks, yeah, or of the my, whole yeah, of theater. my family. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, it's that's okay. So it's a long movie. It is a long movie. It's very but long. I, does it need to I be that? Really long? enjoyed it. That's that, I, I. I didn't like the emo Bruce Wayne. Okay, but it kind of worked because he's all of the other movies. Well, I mean, uh, Dark Knight Rises doesn't, but he's kind of like more of a flamboyant with that alter ego of I'm the Batman, but my alter ego is this flamboyant billionaire where here he's more of a recluse. And um, even the one part um, he's talking to Alfred, it's it's in the morning, whatever time of day it was. And he seemed kind of wince and he has to put on sunglasses because he sleeps all day and he's right. out. Out at night. Yeah. 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 But I really enjoyed the darkness. It was a little darker. It was a than, dark movie, a yeah. lot of rain. So yeah. scenes kind of got. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. That was now. Um, 
Michael Keaton's Batman came out in 89. I was in high school at the time. So, of course, Batman and then Batman Returns. His only two Batman movies are probably one and two for me. And then um, The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger. That was a good one. And then I'm going to say The Batman with... um, What's his name again? So uh, you're talking about Pattinson? Patterson? Yes. John Patterson? Probably Is it John Patterson? number John four Patterson? on my list. I mean, it's definitely better than Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Yeah, you can just better immediately than trash those movies. Batman versus Superman. Better than the Justice League. Yeah, I'd disqualify those. Sorry, Ben Affleck, but I would disqualify any of those films from a Batman ranking. I, I, liked, <laughs> I liked Ben Affleck's look. <laughs> He was it, a he was a great looking. I, I would disqualify the the, and it comes to ranking of Batman movies. Sorry to say, but I would disqualify the Ben Affleck entries because it's not his movie. He's right. just a sub character in a bigger right. plot, so it's not right. like a Batman movie. That's why I always right. think of. I mean, there's no rules to this, but if you're asking me ranking of Batman movies, I wouldn't I wouldn't include those in the list. Right. So, I would even take the Batman movie from the 60s with Adam West. Robert Pattinson. What am I thinking? Oh, there's an Adam West movie. Yes, yes. I have yet. I have not seen it. Where? You haven't seen that movie? No. So I disqualified myself from that. Oh, discussion. my gosh. It's where he's <laughs> running around and it goes, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. It's like one of those big cartoon bombs. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so camp so but that was the one that was the batman that i grew up on right, right i mean it i it was reruns by the time i was watching it but i mean i would watch that if it if that uh series was on right now as a matter of fact i'm gonna look it up and find it i'm gonna watch that <laughs> what were you watching when you said oh i'm just watching batman right now um i was watching uh dark knight rises okay okay with All bane right. Okay, man, I have a heart. I have a, I have a uh, place in my heart for Dark Knight Rising. I don't know what yeah. it is that it always gets kind of shit shat on uh, of the th- of the three Nolan tr- right. trilogy. That's the one that always kind of gets like. I'd like. Out. I'd, I mean, um, Bane's Sean Connery voice gets old after a while because he sounds like Sean Connery. Right. Right, right, right. But with the timeline of him getting beat and broken. Okay. And then it takes him, I can't remember, a couple of years to... What was the time lapse in Dark Knight Rises? Well, you're talking about when he gets He gets his back broken. Bane and then he and then they drop the, him in the it's the pit. it's not a clear amount of time you you presume a few months at least at least a few months there was a changing of seasons in, in Gotham remember it goes right. from summer to winter and then I think back to spring I'm not quite certain but I'll have to look into that because I was thinking more of like a year or two a year two years whoa it couldn't have been that long that that does seem a little ridiculous. But it, I like it because you get some movies where shit like that happens and it's all within, you don't see a time frame. It's like he gets broken and then all of a sudden he's back and he's kicking ass like nothing ever happened. Right, right, right. It's, it's a, the, the, You kind of have to take a leap of faith with right. the whole his back is broken and then he somehow yeah. gets it karate chopped back in the position and then he, he climbs up so, and then he's back to being... If you ever Batman. break your back, oh, I've, all you do yeah. is you get a rope, <laughs> tie it underneath your arms, and just hang in the garage for three weeks. And, and then you're have, as good as new. And then have some blind guy come in and just punch you in the ribs. That's right. Punch you in the gut. Slide into place. Okay, so so here's a question. So, uh, you know, your Keatons are your best Batmans. Right. Uh, and then I have a place for we're throwing out Schumacher's trash. And then you have Nolan's up there. So where would you rank uh, Matt Reeves, I guess, is the, the new Robert Pattinson Batman? Where would you rank it 
in that in that because me for me is like which okay so here here's a more pointed question what would you prefer it over would you prefer the batman over dark knight rises or batman over batman begins or bat dark it's not better than dark knight i don't think Man. it's better than dark knight dark knight is my favorite movie. maybe i should just start out for dark the dark okay. knight is my favorite batman movie okay okay so th- th- for me don't throw out um is it I'm better than batman say- begins because I feel like it's in line with Batman Begins. It kind of flip-flops for me. And it's a hard question. You know, when they say, is it better um, than this? Is it better than that? Because I feel like those two movies are the most alike in terms right. of how the aesthetic is and Batman being young and pissed yes. off with the world. The moodiness is almost very much alike. I know he, the Christian Bale college kid Batman. Right, that gets he, he carries a gun to the to the yeah what's to his name? Falcone Falcone and yeah gets beat up and like that was very much the Robert Pattinson Batman. It's just that right Robert exactly. Pattinson doesn't disappear or at least we don't know he doesn't disappear to the League of Shadows and get shot right. by Qui Gon Jinn. You know, well, but this pick this would pick up after the fact. Well, he's actually been, you could say it picks up after he's. After Batman Begins. But this is a totally different Alfred in the Batman because... Yeah, he's younger. He's more of a... Um, um, well, he's younger than Michael Caine, so he's more... Right, and he's got more of like a uh, military background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's almost like a sidekick in a way. Right, but even there, though we don't see... But there's one line... You don't see There's one him, line when when he gets hurt and Bruce Wayne is in the hospital and was talking about it, you know, uh, he didn't want to lose someone again that he loved. And then Alfred's like, you know, I should have been more of a father figure to you instead of teaching you how to fight all the time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So in this, like he's version, more involved in building. He's more Batman involved is. in teaching. Yeah, of building, of turning Bruce Wayne into the Batman rather than Batman or Bruce Wayne running away, finding the League of Shadows, yeah. and becoming Batman. Right. Um, I I liked Batman Begins. I would say. Um, Batman Returns with um, Danny DeVito and Michelle Pfeiffer. Probably number one on my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, movie was an event. When I came, when it came out, I dude, saw it as a, a kid in theaters. That was like an event movie. Yeah. There's never been a time like that in my life, going to a yeah. theater and everyone oh, being so excited. Man, we had candy, so, we had t-shirts. Oh, my uh, yeah. God. Dude, that was me. And because I was, I think I was, that came out the summer between my junior and senior year of high school. Oh, okay. And so you've got, there were probably four or five of us that went to go see it. We're all decked out in Batman t-shirts. Um, and so, yeah. Michael Keaton's Batman is number one, especially with the Joker, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. As the Joker. I mean, it was campy. It was, at times it had like the old school Adam West flair to it with some of the shenanigans. So it was still lending like the Batman, Tim Burton and Joel Schumacher. They were both still kind of, Tipping a hat to the Adam West yeah. camp. Now. Um, Until no one said, fuck all that. <laughs> the third one with, was it Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer is forever the third one, yeah. And then the fourth one was Batman and Robin. That's Clooney. With Clooney. And Schwarzenegger. Oh those God. two are horrible. Those uh, two. They're a special place in my heart are, for those films. I, I get it. I get it. I mean, I, I still like them because it's Batman. Batman's my favorite superhero. Yeah. So if if I'm flipping through the TV and there's nothing on and I see 
Batman and Robin or um, Batman Forever, I'm going to stop and watch it. I mean, they weren't, when I saw them in theater, I saw both of them in theaters, when they they weren't bad movies at the time, or at least for me as a kid, or was I in middle school when that movie? I mean, they were they weren't for kids. Bad as, they, they weren't bad films. It's just that the, they do not hold up well over time. No, and the Clooney, the Clooney Batman, Batman and Robin, yeah. was just absolute garbage. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Did I like it coming out of the theaters? I don't remember. I remember because liking the, Forever, thinking that one was awesome. The whole fact of literally the only good thing about that movie was Uma Thurman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Yeah, Uma Thurman um, and Alicia uh, Alicia Silverstone. You know, yeah. I was a teen. I was a you know, I was I was at an adolescent time. So I'm right. Not oh yeah. Digging on. But on like the whole fact when Mr. Freeze <laughs> shoots the ice and covers the entire museum, <laughs> and they click their heels, and all of a sudden they've got bat <laughs> ice skates on and hockey sticks, and I mean it was ridiculous. <laughs> I heard, but a, I think that's the look that uh, Shoemaker was going for. I I was okay. So I I heard this from uh, when I, when Dark Knight Rises was coming out was 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 being released. I went to uh, the AMC in Woodland Hills, California, and me and my brother bought tickets to us the. Uh, it was gonna re- the preview or the the premiere of Dark Knight Rises, but we were gonna watch them in succession. So we watched Batman Begins, Dark Knight, then the Dark Knight oh, Rises. Oh wow! Yeah, so we watched all three back to back. It was awesome. It was a great energy, a good thing. I would not recommend doing that for a movie long for for more than three movies. I've heard people do the Lord of the Rings and back to back. They've done the twenty two marvel movies and watch them all I, that sounds terrible yeah. but while we were waiting in line <clears throat> we got there early waited in line you know we were, we were other batman fans were talking around and one guy i don't know if this is a rumor that was true or if it was online but he was he was talking about val kilmer was supposed to be in batman and robin and he said that when the story goes is that when when he read the script and the part where he read the part about what you just talked about, they clicking their heels and ice skates come yeah. out. He was basically like, I'm out. I'm not doing this. Really? Movie. I'm yeah. going to have to look into that. Yeah. Because that's the urban legend. <laughs> he, he seemed to play a decent Batman. He was a good Batman. Yeah. I mean, but I feel I like mean, we hadn't I've... seen the, you know, we could have seen more Batmans had they done oh, yeah. than it. Right. And, and, but I was a big Val Kilmer fan too. We'll just do a Google. The real reason that he killed he he quit Batman. Uh, I'm not gonna ruin this, but he felt restricted by the bat suit and Batman Forever. Val Kilmer's lifelong love of Batman continues. This, oh no, this is just this is. I thought it was a checklist, <laughs> but wouldn't that have been hilarious? Hmm. I was like, oh no, I'm I'm not, I'm out. Skates. Guys, this suit is too <laughs> restrictive. No, I could definitely. I mean, Val Kilmer was at the point. I mean, I feel like Val Kilmer can do shit like that, right? He's Val fucking Kilmer. You saying he could do the? He can, do he the can go up and go. Oh yeah, I'll do another Batman movie. You want oh, the script. Oh, this script's kind of. I mean, it's not my favorite, but. Oh wait a minute! I'm clicking my heels together to make <laughs> ice skates. No man. I know, right? <laughs> he didn't have a problem with the back card. <laughs> he didn't yeah. have a problem with his car going vertical up a up a building with a with yeah. a cable. <laughs> the butt shot. The butt shot came from his his movie, uh, right? No, the butt shot was Clooney because it was no the butt no, shot. Was it was the beginning. Kim, Kilmer. Uh, no, but the, but the first time we introduced the Batman butt shot, that was that was Kilmer yeah. in Forever when he did the last. Suit up, I think. Yeah, and it was just like, you what? should have. We what should have known that, that that movie wasn't going to be great when 
he gets all suited up. He jumps in the Batmobile and he's about to take off. And Alfred's got like a tray of food. And he's like, do you want to take this with you? And he's like, I'll get drive through. <laughs> no, the bat card was um, George Clooney. Remember? Because uh, that's when Poison Ivy. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And he's he like, never lived out the bat card. And he goes, I never leave home without it. <laughs> the fuck? No wonder we had to bury Batman for a little. I never leave home. <laughs> I'm going to watch that tonight. Did it? Did it? What's his name? Robin have plastic lips. <laughs> and he's like, yes. you, you, you can't. What was the line he said? I can't be too charmed by your good looks or something. I can't remember. The, the only good line in that entire movie. Or no, that was that was in Batman Forever with Val Kilmer. At the very end, when they go to um, Riddler's Island. Mm-hmm. And they're... Walking up, and he goes, holy rusted, great, Batman. (laughs) He's like, what? And he's like, it's a rusted great, and it's holy. And he goes, oh, okay. Because that's from from the old school Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm like, now that that was good. The ADR in that was like. And and I didn't didn't mind uh, Jim Carrey's Riddler. It was like, it was perfect for that universe. Honestly, both yeah. of them, both of them, it was George, no, it was, who's Two-Face? I can't think of him right Tommy now. Tommy Lee, Lee Jones. Jones. Right. Uh, I heard a good credit. It might've been on Kevin Smith's podcast, but he said, or someone said on there that the the problem with the Jim Carrey, Tom, Tommy Lee Jones duo is that they're, they're both playing kind of the same. Like one's over right. the top and then the other one's also over the top. So there's no <laughs> one has to balance right. the other. <laughs> now, I just read um, a thing online a couple of weeks ago that, <laughs> that both Tommy doing. Lee Jones could not stand Jim Carrey. Oh, really? I don't know if there's any truth to that, but he did not like Jim Carrey at all. Well, it's it looks very difficult. It, I, I can imagine from a production standpoint, it, it would probably be very difficult to try to, to to manage that scene because both of yeah. them are, you know, they're A-list stars. Right. And both of them are basically uh, just doing it. They're uh, like masters it. of their own acting Right. Skill. But they're also playing these really loud, rambunctious characters. Like, the, 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 yeah. the twirl, the, the, the Mustang twirling character. Yeah. And, and, uh, I want to say they, at the time, they had top billing. So, you know, top billing means is, is yeah. that the name? I think right. Jim Carrey or Tommy Lee Jones had top billing. Like, both the villains had I feel like higher. It, and then Val the Same with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he had top billing over it, George Clooney. Yeah. Can you imagine that? He was a bigger and, star than I George mean, I'd, I'd talk about how much I don't like those movies, but I've seen each one of those movies probably. Ten times, <laughs> right? I own, I, I I own them on VHS. Oh, I've, I actually uh, own them on. Yeah, did you say VHS? <laughs> yeah, does I, I own them on VHS. <laughs> yeah, I, and DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think my I don't know who I I bought a gift pack for all the Batman movies, including yeah. the Nolan Nolan one. Okay, yeah, I bought it as a gift for someone. Part yeah, of me. and I wish I had like um, when. When Riddler goes to Two Faces Lair, and he goes, "Oh, I love what you did this place. It's so you, and it's so you." <laughs> oh God! So you're saying the Batman is better than <laughs> Forever Shoemaker or Shoemaker? So we've established that. Yes, it's, for sure, it's better than those films, even though. I would say there were appropriate movies for the time that they came out. I think that's how I would classify. The I don't know. Films. I think, I think your mind is clouded from an adolescent view of. <laughs> well, I remember, I, I remember that. Look, I remember that summer specifically when Batman were Rob Batman and, and Robin came out and, and it was the same summer as speed Two, 
cruise control con uh with sandra bullock and jason patrick then you had with nicholas cage con air where he plays a great movie what is it a uh what was he a green beret turn rogue and flying a plane of convicts and sweet sweet hair (laughs) yeah with a mullet right (laughs) so it's connor and then uh uh, men in black 2 came out that year and uh lost world jurassic park oh wow so you think so think about that like look at those movies batman and robin fit right in that (laughs) that lineup think about that what with tommy lee jones wait no that was batman forever okay so what year is that what year did that come out? What year did Batman? 98? 97? Stand by. That was 97. Well, you're looking that, that right. up, and we've been talking about Val Kilmer. Have you seen the new Top Gun movie? Oh, man. Good set. Perfect set. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Oh, I haven't man. seen it. You have to see I've that heard, movie. You have to see that movie I, right I, Max. I literally hear the same thing from everyone. It was made I'm not for a big Amex. fan of Tom Cruise, <laughs> but the movie is great. It's I don't want to embellish it. I've only seen it one time in theater, and in this discussion, you can tell when I see a movie in theaters, mm-hmm. I love it, and then when I see it after the fact, it's like, right. eh, it's okay. So yeah. I still have to give it that test, the small screen test. But it is a movie that is like you cannot separate it from the experience you get at IMAX. It, it's okay. it's it, the way it's shot. The way they use the IMAX camera, the way it's inside the cockpit, camera angles used is it's it's really fantastic, and it's and it, and it's an ex, that is an experience in it in itself. And I've heard even though like uh, what's that one where they they it's not just IMAX or big screen, but it like it moves the scene. Around. Oh yeah, you get like water in your face, like and the four D, four D, yeah. I heard uh, some. Uh, some I heard some reviews about that being really awesome. The so 4D experience. So I'm I'm gonna watch it at home. Okay. And this is this is what I want to happen. Uh, I want you to come over, <laughs> and I'm gonna sit in a chair, and during the flight scenes, I want you to move my chair around <laughs> like I'm in a plane with. Yep. Oh shit. I was I was I stayed up late a couple of weeks ago and I was flipping through and I can't remember what streaming service it was maybe Prime and they had dropped the original Top Gun and so I started watching it I mean that movie came out in 86 I was 14 and Shane Sabota wanted to be a fighter pilot right it was yeah Everyone wanted to be a fireman. And so I was watching it, and then Tyler walks in. And it was at the very beginning. They just got in trouble. Um, they had just done, they did that inverted whatever above the MiG fighter plane. Yeah. And they were getting in trouble for landing and taking off to go save Merlin. Right, right, right. And everybody's sweaty. And they're standing there getting yelled at, and Tyler walks in, and he's like, are you watching Top Gun? (laughs) I'm like, yeah. And so he's sitting there watching it, and then they do that, and then it's like a a shower scene where he's talking to Iceman. Yeah. And Iceman kind of smacks his gum at him. Tyler's like, why are they always sweaty? Is it that hot on an aircraft carrier? I've heard, I've heard another. I'm like, I don't know, but I mean, it. I've never really paid any attention to it until you brought it up <laughs> right now. Every scene, they're sweaty. So, there, there's a lot I, of I sweat see in it. that scene. There is a lot of sweat. My in-laws went and saw it today yeah. at the movies. Okay. And they both really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. So I may... I may have to bite the bullet and go to the Edwards Cinema here in Rancho San Diego. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I th- well, that's another reason to, to say why the film was, I mean, it was shot right here in town. Yeah. Dude, we never made it to KC Barbecue. We didn't. We'll go. We, and you know what they've yeah. done now? Um, 
the I'm sure they house. Yeah, the house that um, Kelly McGillis lived in in the movie. Oh, I've seen up it. an Oceanside. I've seen that house, and I didn't right. know what it was at the time. They turned it into a pie shop. They sell pies. Oh, it's pie. I think so. Okay. Well, when we saw it, we saw this house. We pulled up. We were in Oceanside, and we were had a, going and to it's be, got a and it's just like this, a 1986 Kawasaki Ninja parked out front. <laughs> well, I didn't see if if it's the same. We saw this house just and it was like historically preserved, like they had plaques mm-hmm. on it. We didn't know what it was then, but then when yeah. I was, of course, with Top Gun coming out, I started googling San Diego locations where they shot the film. Uh, because I, I I wanted to see what I could right. go be, like because I know there was KC barbecue. I didn't know they shot so much at Point Loma, the Liberty Station. But then oh, they pointed I didn't out, either. yeah, there was all sorts of scenes in Liberty Station, and then uh, the Lafayette Hotel, uh, North Park. Uh huh. That's where they shot the both scenes, the 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 graduation of Top Gun, and then oh the, really the. Uh, excuse me, miss. Uh, is he? Is this guy bothering you? And he's like, do you? Uh, I, I can't think. Yep. When they started singing, they killed. Yep. You've lost the love and feeling. Yep. You know, um, they shot that there at the Lafayette Hotel. I didn't know that. So, but yeah, the Oceanside House is it's just standing. It's just one single house. There's no yep. neighborhood around it. And you're like, what the heck is this house? What's what's the importance of it? Then I I saw it on that list and and I, and I said oh we've seen this before we were so there we'll, we'll go on we'll go on a Top Gun tour <laughs> of San Diego yeah we and go I'll to... take my No Pro with us my yeah. No Name GoPro right and we'll shoot video at each one and we'll have a Top Gun specific podcast <laughs> you have to watch it. You're gonna have to watch. The, oh, I'll definitely. Well, to, you're coming over. To <laughs> oh, you're doing. Make it four. You're gonna watch the small. Uh, yeah. yeah, I, I want to know. Yeah, we can talk Top Gun after this. It, it's. It, I happen to. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I'm fearful that when when you go see it, by the time I saw it, there was already a lot of hype. Right. So, um, I'm I'm fearful. Like by the time you see it, you'll, the hype will be so large that when you, you know do see I'm, it, it probably won't be as even good. if i don't see it right away and i mm. hear all the hype yeah i not that i'm like a movie expert but i'm usually pretty good at not letting the hype mm-hmm. manipulate my view of the movie like i even if i hear there's a lot of hype about it i set my expectations really low <laughs> yeah and then that way, if it is disappointing, I'm not disappointed. Got it. So fantastic. Well, it's probably going to come out on Paramount Plus. So uh, I've got it. You're gonna have so, to get it. Do you have uh, Paramount Plus? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. We had we had the original CBS, whatever it was before it was Paramount. Hmm. Oh, okay. Because we Tyler and I wanted to watch Picard. And so we, I mean, it was like five bucks at the time. And then after we watched Picard, there was literally nothing else that we wanted to watch on CBS. So I canceled the subscription. And then um, a few years ago, there was a series that came out on CBS called Evil. And it follows a priest, a tech guy, and... She a psychologist, I can't remember, but they go and they investigate like miracles and possessions. And you have the priest that looks at it from a Catholic point of view. Mm. You have the tech guy that goes in to look to see if it's maybe a gas leak that's making this guy act crazy. Yeah. And then you have the. Um, psychologist or whatever she is that looks at it more of a mental health point of view. Right. But it, it's got a little bit of sense of humor in it. Um, a little bit of... Um, it can be creepy at times, but it was good. So Tyler and I watched season one on network television. And then there was a 
disagreement between CBS and maybe Warner Brothers on season two. So in the beginning, right after season one ended all over the internet, it's like there won't be a season two of this series. And so Tyler and I were a little disappointed. And then um, I can't remember who I was talking to. And they're like, oh, man, did you start watching season two of Evil? It's on Paramount+. Plus." I'm like, no, but I'm going to start watching it tonight. So <laughs> I've been waiting on this one. We yeah, and demonic so we, possessions. Nah, it, that it, sounds too scary. Horror horror movies are my jam, dog. <laughs> I mean, superhero movies are great, but if if there's a good scary movie on and Batman Forever, I'm going <laughs> with the I'm going with the horror movie every time. <laughs> oh man, uh, plenty of plenty to watch out there, sir too much to watch too much to watch yeah all right man we're at an hour okay we, we crushed it <laughs> without any preparation we did good we did good <laughs> okay so i'm gonna stop it here <laughs>